John here, and we've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. Now that you've finished your latest Pirate Math SpongeCore Twitch trek, it's time to get it out there so everyone can hear it. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms, and artists keep 100% of their royalties. And because you're a high-gain listener, you get 30% off. Just go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. And now DistroKid has an app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com slash app or in the app and play stores. We'd like to take a minute to thank our pals over at Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is coming in May. Buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. High Gain listeners get 10% off using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. That's all at isotope.com. I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, this is Ed Peterson. And I'm John Kiltica. This is the High Gain Podcast. Yes, it is. The High Gain Podcast, where we talk about guitars. Will you tell me a story about a guitar? I will tell you a story about a guitar. Great. Where are we recording from, John? West Seattle, Washington, Ed. Who else is from West Seattle, Washington, John? Gypsy Rose Lee. Uh, stripper? Burlesque? Yep, she's kind of dead now. We lost her? We lost her. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Hey, Ed. Yep. What guitar are we talking about today? We are talking about the Fender Telecaster Deluxe. Oh, I love that guitar. Mm. Do you? I do. This is a 1973 Telecaster Deluxe. 73. Is that so, the first year of that Fender Telecaster? No, no, no. Fender made these... Uh, like the 60s? No, 72. 72. 72 was the first one of these. Okay. You, and you know why they did that? Uh, why they made it? Yeah. I mean, I have a good idea of why they did it, which is why I kind of discount that guitar. Which, it sounds, it sounds great, but it's clearly a uh, market thing of like we need we need a guitar with a humbucker in it right that is exactly what was going on picture of the 70s mm-hmm. the, the early 70s so people deep purple uh, with their deep purples and right their, and their and their led zeppelins and their 72 their... like a shit ton of just like killer rock albums came out in 72 yep, yep. i uh, I can't and, think of any specific and, ones, and, but and your you know. ABBA and your <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure, and your, your classic and, rock and, and your Puff like, the Magic Dragons and sure, nineteen seventy two, Southern Rock, ABBA, uh, Southern, yeah, mm-hmm. ABBA, yeah, right, 
uh, not many people know they're from they're from the south. Right. Yeah. Just you know of Sweden. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So with all of that and the martial cabinets and the stacks and the and the smoking of the marijuana cigarettes and mm-hmm. all of that and the the who and yeah all those people Fender thought man. We need a guitar with humbuckers in it, Ed. Right. And I'm super not into that. I think when I think about a Telecaster, I think about two pickups and they're not big fatties. Yeah, but you got to admire the way they went around it. Do I? Well, maybe. So I don't know if I do. I'd, well, what do you in know? fact, I think I don't have to, but well, let, maybe, go well, ahead. Maybe, Try, maybe, convince wait. me. Uh, okay, I'll Convince me I got to. Okay, so in the 1950s, mm-hmm. you had the whoever you had in the 50s, like the Frank Sinatras. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> Fly me to the moon. <laughs> okay. Let me Keep going. A little shredder, that guy. Yeah. Uh, so this guy named Seth Lover. Lover. Okay. That's right. He was a lover. Yeah, a I got it. But he, Lovey. He, yeah, old Lovey mm-hmm. made himself a patent for the humbucking pickup. It's okay. A, it's a pickup that resists hum. Okay. He invented it for Gibson. Did that come out after the single coil? It didn't, right? Or did it? I don't know. I don't know. Jesus Christ. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Like, we're not talking about who, that. What? We're talking. Okay. Uh, Okay. Yeah, uh, we're not talking about the history. Okay, I'm gonna of the... say I'm I'm gonna say after because you know if he was doing it to resist hum, it seems like there must have been hum beforehand, right? That, touche. <laughs> I'm yeah. Just... No, you're talking about like uh, the Telecaster in the '50s, early '50s. So by about '55 or so, Seth Lovers he's had it with the hum. Yeah. He's, he's fuck that shit. He's gonna invent something that bucks the hum, mm-hmm. the humbucker. So he did it. Smoke on the Water came out in 1972. Did it? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> okay. School's Out uh, by Alice Cooper. The Alice Cooper? Yeah, 72. That's pretty good. So he makes his pickup, and it's a big hit. It goes on to be put into Les Paul guitars. Right. You know the Les it, Paul no, guitars? I, yes, I do. So, I, do. I mean, you're, you're saying that uh, for Fender to put a humbucker in... A Telecaster is a marketing-driven decision. Yes. But the fact that you love the humbuckers and Les Pauls... I uh, like... I like... Yeah, sure. I like the humbuckers. I'm into them. Uh, I think I prefer maybe an SG to a Les Paul. Uh, I think maybe I prefer a P90 to a humbucker. P90, that's a a diet, right? Yep. It's an exercise thing? It's a gun. It's a gun? I think so. I thought it was an exercise thing. I don't know. I've played enough of those violent video games that I think the P90 is a gun and a pickup. A pickup, yeah. Mm-hmm. So when Fender is thinking, man, we got to get some of that sweet, sweet smoke on the water action, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so some of those checks, mm-hmm. uh, we need a guitar with humbuckers in it. They didn't just right. slap some humbuckers in a guitar. They said, no. you know what? Let's get that Seth Lover guy. Yeah, go to Lovey. Let's Lovey to, will hook us up. Yeah, Lovey invented the humbucker. Do, was he? Was he? Like under under contract with Gibson or anything like that, or no? Did he... I don't think he was under contract. He was just he was just working there, and then uh, Fender was like, "Hey, what what if we pay you more money? Okay, we, we come oh. over here." And okay, so uh, old Lovey, I'm not mm-hmm. saying Lovey sold out, but mm. you know, Lovey moved to California. Is and, that true? Yeah, that's true. That's what he did. He went to he went to Fender. Was Fender in California at this time? Yep. Okay, seventy two. They had. That's they had already sold to Sony, right? Not Sony. Uh, CBS? 
Yeah. That was 65. Right. Okay. 1965. So, yeah, it's CBS. a CBS company at this okay. point. Okay. And so uh, he designs what's called the wide-ranging pickup. Wide-range mm-hmm. wide pickup. Okay. It's a humbucker pickup. But here's the thing. He yep. Out, he outdoes himself because, you know how hot how hot that pickup is? Uh, it's it, it's it's a 10.2 on, on, the, on the scale. Okay. Yeah. 10.2 out of? Uh, out of? What does that scale go to? A million. Well, that does, that's 10.2 sounds terrible if it, it goes to a million. It does, but you know his uh, his original his original pickup, yeah, the humbucker for the Gibson, right? That only goes to nine. Nine out of a million versus, versus ten out of a million. 10.2 out of a million. <laughs> so which one? Which one is? It sounds louder. Not. <laughs> <laughs> don't know. Neither of them sound too loud to me. I mean, on that scale, they both sound terrible. Well, but, that's, well, you, you know, you would think it's all relative, I guess, is but what you're he, saying. But then he also used new materials. Okay. He, he put CUNIF magnetized pole pieces in there. You know what that does? I, um, you don't look like you do. No. But that's okay because I, I don't either. The that's that's like the uh, the little like when you look at a when you look at a fender single coil like on a strat. You've got the uh, six poles that come up, right? That's right. So you're telling me that the metal for the poles, yeah, that's about right. Is different. Yeah, and there, he made a metal. He, I don't know if he invented the metal, but it was uh, an alloy of copper, nickel, and ferrite. Yep. You know about the so, ferrite? Uh, well, I don't. I don't know much about ferrite. Iron Man. Oh. <laughs> yeah. When did Iron Man come out? Oh, that song? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What does that have to do with ferrite? I don't know. So so these pickups, the poles, uh-huh. why why are there uh, three, like, screw knobs, screw, screw, screw holes, three pot boys, three up and three down? Why are there three in front and three in back on that baby? If I had to guess, if I had to tell a little story, sure. Then, yes, then, that's that's what these. You know, if I were if I were tuning in to a podcast to learn like the history of the construction of a guitar, what I would want is the two people talking about it to just fucking guess about. Let me guess it some shit. Well, then you're in luck. Cause... <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah. But guess, uh, okay. Guess. Uh, uh, it looks cool. It does. It does. I mean, on the Gibson, the Gibsons, they're all on one side or the other or both, right? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. So he made it. He made some weird ass metal that, like, yeah, that, we, and, that, and that scores higher on the Richter scale. The it's louder. It's the Richter scale. Uh-huh. So okay, yeah, uh, yep. ten point two versus a nine. A nine banger. Yep. What do we know? What uh, like single coils? What do they put out? Are they some trash. Less than that. So your standard Telecaster is going to be uh, uh, less than that. Okay. Uh, and that's speaking technically. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty technical. <laughs> and again, this is out of a million. Yeah, I think that's where that what the scale goes to. Yeah, okay. To pick up loudness. Oh, right. So with all of this, you would think they've probably got a hit on their hands. The, no. the, the old Fender. No. I, no, I would think they don't. I would think that if people were like me, they would go like, well, fuck that. I'm buying a Gibson or I'm buying a Telecaster. That's what I would think. But what if you play the Telecaster and mm-hmm. you think, oh, this thing is just uh, too thin sounding. 
And then what if you play a Les Paul and you think, oh, this thing weighs a ton and the, and the pickups only go to nine on the, on the Richter, Richter scale. scale. Well, yeah. the Richter scale might, yeah, that might tip it for me maybe, but I feel like, isn't that, isn't the Deluxe, that's a pretty beefy boy. Like it's heavy too, right? It's not much. Is that thing any lighter than a Les Paul? Uh, like, cause that's one of the, you know. Maybe. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that thing's, that thing's substantial. It's, you know, if you want to pick up a guitar that's like, you know, throw some weight around your neck, that, that thing will do that. It's got a little heft to it. Yeah. A little bit. You know my favorite part of that guitar? What's that? The headstock. I think that the coolest thing about that guitar, it, to be fair, that guitar looks really cool. It, it really does. Um, but uh, I think the headstock with the big... 70s headstock on a telly body is great um that is pretty good i yep. do kind of like that also. i i think my least favorite thing is the fact that they not only copied the gibson uh pickup style but they also copied the uh pickup selector placement and they put it up on the on the upper horn you know, like I, I kind of like the Telecaster style uh, slider mm-hmm. down below. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, I can understand you know. that. Yeah. Well, so maybe you're maybe you're right, Ed. Maybe it was know. a flop. Nope. Maybe it maybe it didn't do well because uh, by 1981, 82, the Fender had discontinued producing these things. Yep. Uh, and that's normally where, you know, story of a weird experiment like this would end yep except uh you know you fast forward into uh into the post smoke on the water days Mm. a little further out right into uh today post abba we're in a post abba world at this point it's crazy Uh uh-huh okay it's it's pretty it's pretty sad but you know the south Mm -hmm. will rise again they Mm -hmm. say so uh (laughs) you know maybe some abba god bless yeah yeah Yeah. okay Uh, yeah you know the foo fighters uh i do I do. Yeah, you know uh, that Chris Shiflett? I do. I do. I think he is the guy that I associate with the Deluxe. Like, he is the one guy where I think of. And I did did look up the Deluxe on Wikipedia, and there were a bunch of people listed that play that guitar. And I just, I I think Shiflett's the only guy that I actually think of when I think of the Deluxe. There, There were people, the Peter Bucks. Peter Peter Buck had one. Not uh, I, you know, I think Peter Buck. I think Rickenbacker. Uh, that's true. Lee Ronaldo played one. Yep, I think Jazzmaster. That is also true. Yep, I well, don't. I don't think Deluxe for either of those. Guys. What about Tom York, uh, Radiohead? Tom York's just a weirdo. He's a weirdy guy, and you know, I can't ever look at the guitar he's playing because I'm too busy staring at his head. Oh. Wondering if he's going to nod off or something. He's yeah. just, yeah, he, I don't he, know. A little sleepy. Like, he's, yeah. I mean, great, great. I think he's crazy talented, but I don't know. Uh, you know the Franz Ferdinand guy? Um, Only because I looked it up, and then I don't, what what was that dude's name? I don't remember. We we looked this up earlier. and well, I didn't write it down. Uh, I got Gary Lightbody, though. Snow Patrol guy, yeah. Yep. He, Classic he like... Lightbody. Yep, classic. And the My Chemical Romance guy. We had this discussion as well, and I thought that My Chemical Romance had uh, Jared Leto in it. 
who was in Blade Runner 2049. Yeah, he was that dude. Yeah, but he's in 30 Seconds to Mars. Uh, but, you know, because of all these people playing this guitar, Fender went ahead and reissued it. Right, yeah. But, you know, those fancy pants magnets I was talking about, the QNIF, the copper, the, the other thing, and the ferrite? Yeah, I, I remember. The Lovey, Lovey, Lovey invented the, the, that shit. He yeah, smelted yeah. that shit up himself, That's right? That's right, in the garage, yeah. Seth Lovey? Seth? Seth Lovell. Seth? The lover, yeah. Seth Lover. He would just crack a couple of Rheingolds and, and make some pole pieces. Love it. Out in the garage. Okay. No, Lover. Lover. Yeah. Lovey. Yeah. Love it. Okay. Lover. <laughs> right. Uh, so they reissued it, but, uh-huh. uh, you know, those pickups are said to not sound as good as the original uh, Seth Lover. Tell me what they go up to on the Richter scale. You don't know, The, do the reissue ones? Yeah. <laughs> like four. I, I, well, no, four. maybe they go higher. Uh, but, but you know. Higher than a nine, but not a ten-two. No. Almost guaranteed. not a ten-two. But, but you know, the, the old Seymour Duncan, the pickup, mm-hmm. the pickup manufacturer? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not like uh, Wendy's or... Or some other like grimace, like fictional company character. That's a dude. Company's <laughs> named after the dude. Right. Yeah. And, a guy uh, named Seymour Duncan. Yeah. A guy as, named as, Seymour, as it, as it happens. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And he's got some pickups that he designed with our man Seth Lover towards the end of his life. Okay. Oh, uh, did we lose him? Did uh, we lose them both? No, Seymour's still around. You know, Seymour. Oh, we lost Lovey. Uh, yo, we lost Lovey yeah, a while back. I, I, I don't, <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, this is. I mean, like, maybe he just went out for smokes. So maybe we should take a minute, like just a moment of silence for Lovey. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Okay. All right. Great. All right, P. All right. So okay. So he it was. Just dre- it, it just poured out. <laughs> my my soy latte. <laughs> let's pour out pour a latte Shit. out for Lovey. I feel really bad. I feel like I've been knocking on the guy, and I didn't realize we lost him, so I feel bad about that. You know, if he was around, he'd probably kick your ass. I doubt it. Well, you do run fast. He's like, he's greatest generation style, probably, right? Like old school. Yep. Like he was doing this stuff in the 50s and 60s. Yep. You were telling me something about him and Seymour working together. Yeah, he was working with Seymour towards the end of his life. But uh, Seymour's still around. Seymour's still around. Okay, great. Seymour's doing stuff. I'm looking this up. I just want to make sure Seymour Duncan's still around. No, he's still around. I think he's just doing stuff. Okay. (laughs) Okay. You know. Yeah, no, he's doing stuff. I got it. So they reissued the Telecaster Deluxe. If you want to go buy one, and then you can put the pickups that Seymour and Lovey made Mm -hmm. into it, I'll bet that's a pretty screaming deal. He's only 67. He was born in 1951, Seymour Duncan. I, I picture him as older. Hmm. Seymour. Play that again. Play oh, it again. Oh, Play okay, it again. Okay. Do a little ripper out of that. A little ripper? Hit me with a ripper. Okay. Here am, we go. Am I ripping this? Is, with, uh, uh, this is uh, Telly Deluxe. Three. 73 into a seven, 76 champ. You want to you wanna throw a little reissue Big Muff on that? Yep. You you really hear the 10.2 on that. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. That's, that's no nine. That's no nine that, out of a million. A that's nine. clearly like 10, 10, 2, something like that. I'm, hit me one more time. Do it. Great. Okay, that's enough. Stop it. So this here Telecaster, yeah, 
Regular Telecaster does not have yep. humbuckers in it, but it does have noiseless pickups in it. Meant to give you the sound of a single coil, but without the noise. Is that a is that an aftermarket? Nope, nope. This is a thing a Fender does. Okay. These these are like straight, so this is off the shelf. Did you buy this thing new? Uh, nope. I bought it used. This is okay. uh What is this like a two two thousands? Yeah, two thousands. Like, Two thousand one, yeah. maybe something okay. like that. Yeah. Does that sound like a ten point two to you? Not as loud no, as a. No, it does. I mean, it's different, right? But yeah, I'm into it. Why, why don't you muff muff it? Let, let's let's throw some. Yeah. play smoke on the water <laughs> yeah that's great oh, oh god damn look it at that. Look, wow, at that. look at that john just broke a string he that's broke a, a broken a string what the fuck a broken a string what are you well, doing I, I come hard on this stuff no you come real hard that's what you wanted that you, yeah. you no you i wanted, wanted i wanted you, you to come hard it. and you did it it's just for thoroughness should yep. you plug in that there les paul les paul hey look that les paul has like fuck 24 24 little pickup dot fingers uh, pole uh, pole pe- bangers pole, pole pieces pole bangers pole, pole bangers pole bearers yeah yeah this is heavy so it's uh dusty this is a Les Paul yeah. classic, which is uh, was supposed to be uh, yeah. It was supposed to hue pretty close to what they did in 1960. Yeah, is this uh, in like fact, a... this is a classic 1960, but uh, reissue, right? No, re- yeah, this yeah. is uh, this was made in 2000. Yeah, the difference here is with these humbuckers, mm-hmm. they are slightly hotter. Okay, so I can't say that these are maybe just nines. You don't. Yep. All right. And again, these are uh, stock stock pickups, stock everything. Uh, for this guitar. Yeah. 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 Yep. In my, to my mind. Yeah. This is like this is muddier sounding. Yeah. I mean, just than the out of the gate, Deluxe. that sounds terrible compared to. The deluxe. Uh, so hit it with the, the distortion edge. All right, that's that's better, but you know. Yep. Yep. So a little yeah. a little muddier sounding. Yeah, but, not uh, as bitey. Not as uh, not as bitey. You know. Well, hit me with the uh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Let me, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, there you go. Yeah, see, so even to, tone up, tone up. Tone all me. the way up. Yep, yep. I'm on the bridge pickup. Yep. Let me, actually, maybe my my thing that labels the switch Yeah. could be upside down. What are you talking about? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I did it to confuse myself. Well, you, that's great. 
That's but, weird. You know, if but... I just put it in the middle, it's still muddier. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Did you rewire that thing? What did you do? No, just a little plastic thing is right, but upside, it's upside down. Upside what? I don't know why okay. I did that. Don't I, I, just... No, okay, you're doing great. Yeah. All right. So that's got uh, that also has uh, Lovey Boy R.I.P. Uh, designed pickups. Well, he designed the notion of the humbucker. His are called PAFs. Yep. It's an acronym. Yep. For patent applied for. Oh, great. That's how new the humbucker was. They had to apply yep. for the patent. Yep. Yep. It. Sure. On the humbucker. On the humbucker. You can go so, like do a Google patent search. You'll find uh, Seth Lover. Well, then like Just shouldn't he hold the patent on all of them? Are there like... So he did design those. So I'm a, so so what? I'm a, law, a patent lawyer now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Okay. I get it. Yeah. We're spending a lot of time on this Les Paul. That I'm. Yeah. Let's put that thing away. What are you doing? Let's just close out here with uh, yep. with the old uh, Tony yep. Deluxe. Yeah. Let's. Yep. Oh. Let's go back and see see what you think about it. Yep. The Shiffy Classic. The shiftlet, the the Foo Fighter guy, he loves this thing. Go ahead. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> yeah. Ow, ow, ow. A little more definition, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. And then if I rolled the, if I wanted to get the muddy less yeah. ball sound. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's Yeah, yeah. It's... You can't really get that same bite out of the uh the Les Paul, I don't think. I don't think yep. so. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So at this point had uh yeah, so they had sold, so Leo was already gone, right? That's a good question. I don't know when Leo split Fender. Yeah. What, what does the internet say? Should about? I look? Should I look that up? Yeah, maybe look up the Leo Fender there. Okay, I'm gonna do that. You should talk about cool stuff. I wonder if uh, I, I wonder if Leo and Lovey ever like uh, played lawn darts or something. Uh, well, they they were players, right? Both of them. Sure. I can't imagine. I can't imagine my guy Lovey not being a player. Right. I mean, I guess. I guess there's people who make stuff that don't use the thing they, you know. But come on. Come on, he, uh, yeah. Uh, 1970s. It says 1970 Music Man and GNL. So that makes me think he was gone. Oh, yeah. So gone. he, maybe he split in the, he split during the yeah. CBS thing in 65. Yeah. Well, Leo Fector, Leo Fector, Leo Fender got a sinus infection. Oh, uh, we better uh, have a moment of silence for the sinus. Well, sin we lost him. We lost Leo in 91. Oh, right? well, well, still. Yeah. But, a, a sinus yeah, silence? Like, yeah, a sinus infection. So he sold his company. I mean, that that seems like a hell of a sinus infection. Like, Yeah. I got one so bad one time I got pink eye. Really? Yeah. Like I uh I I had a sinus infection and I just like uh 
played. Are we? <laughs> is this a sinus infection podcast? Is that what we're doing here? Yeah, no, it says here that he got a sinus infection and he uh, decided to wind up his business affairs and sold the Fender Company to CBS in 1965. What a weird, what a weird thing. Like, I mean, yeah, I don't know. My sinus infection was bad, but... You didn't never, sell your company. No, I didn't sell Fender when I did that. That would be crazy. That seems like that would be crazy. So, I mean, he was gone. He was long gone when they when they did this. Because I got I to gotta tell you, you know what would not have stood? Humbuckers in a Fender. If my guy Fender was there, he would have been, he would have called bullshit on that. Hard like, to say. I no, mean, uh, come what, on. what if it came up? Fender? What if somebody said? Leo. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. What if he was still there? Uh huh. Alternative universe. What if yep. somebody said pre sinus infection? Y- y- yeah. Or, no. Or or post. Or post. But he's still there. He's still there, and somebody says we got to put humbuckers in a in a guitar. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's got a sinus infection, and he's not thinking clearly. And he says, <laughs> "Sure, sure." Oh, that's the only way. That is the only way my guy Leo would have. He says, agreed hey, to put a humbucker he in says, there. Hey, lovey. Like, yeah, yeah. Put down the lawn bang, dart. But bang out. Come in here. Yep. And throw some humbuckers hey, on this thing. Bang out some buckers. On this classic, on this classic guitar that I designed twenty plus years ago. Go ahead and just just bastardize it. Just, just sh- throw, shit, shit, shit all, all over it. it. Shit all over it. Go ahead. No, I like. There's no. I don't even think with a sinus infection the guy would he. You just I, don't. I, you I, you I just don't, don't like the change, do you? I don't. Well, I just feel like if I want humbuckers, <laughs> I'm gonna get you know uh, I'm gonna get a Les Paul. If I want a Telecaster, I'm gonna get a Tele. The only reason to get the deluxe is the headstock, because that thing looks cool. Even though we've demonstrated that it plays, uh, it's got a ten point two on the Richter scale. Yeah, even it's then. got a little more definition than the, than the Les Paul. Sure, give me a deluxe. While you're at it, throw a deluxe in there. Sure, guy like you, why not? Why not? Us, us normals, the normies, you know, the norms, normcore. Yeah, yeah normcore guy like me. What do I got? I got? Maybe an explorer. Sure, I got an explorer. You got some Fender action. I got, I got, uh, I got some some Mustangs. You know about the Mustang? Uh, yeah, you got. A you know about the you know about the Fender Mustang? You know what that has? What's that? Is it's got a couple of single coils in it. You know, you you can get that weird ass, like, I don't know, the Jagstang or whatever they made, like post Cobain, Kurt, 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 Kurt guy. Kurt Cobanger. Yeah. <laughs> Cobanger. Yeah. R.I.P. Man, we lost a lot of people in this podcast. Yeah. I feel like I feel like a lot of. Yeah. You know, I, I think I bought the Mustang sort of with the same thing that a lot of people did with the Deluxe. Because I feel like there was that sweet spot area where you could pick up a Deluxe kind of on, on the cheap. And it's one of those things where it didn't sell great in the day. Yep. yep. And then in retrospect, people pick them up and they're like, oh, shit, this is this mm-hmm. is actually really cool. Well, that's what happened with this one. Yeah. I got this yeah. one in, in, in the 80s. Not long after they stopped making them, yeah, nobody wanted them. Right. That's, yeah, yeah. That that's perfect. That and I sounds... admit, I admit to being pretty superficial about it. It was all beat to shit, and that's why I wanted it. 
because yeah. it, it looked cool because it was beat up. I didn't know anything about it. Yeah, I just it's, thought it's it great. Cool. Yeah. Well, you did it. You did great. I think you did a real good job. Hey, thanks. thanks. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I'm thinking that or, or, is that it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if we got anything else we want to talk about uh, about this. Uh, I don't think so. Telecaster Deluxe. It's a real sweet banger. <laughs>